Welcome everyone to the Sunday morning series with Pooja Swamiji. I'm here with Pooja Swamiji and on behalf of all of us seekers, I pay my salutations at the feet of uh, Pooja Swamiji. Well, the basic question is the purpose of any relationship in life. Okay, let us say that. So we can take that. The purpose of relationship is to enjoy the relationship, to be happy and for a relationship to give happiness requires that there should be harmony, let's say between two persons who are related, it can be any relationship, between spouses, it is most intimate relationship but with any relationship. If there is harmony, understanding, compassion, sympathy, accommodation, acceptance. So these are a relationship requires that we have to cultivate these values for the relationship to become a means of happiness. Therefore, we have this is called growth while relating. So, relationship requires us to grow emotionally, maturity, for it to become source of happiness and fulfillment. So, ideally a relationship has the potential of giving you infinite happiness, particularly that between spouses, but a lot of happiness it can give. It can also be a big problem also if it's not handled properly. So if there is a commitment on the part of both the persons who are related, that we want to make this relationship successful, we understand that that requires investment of time and emotion. It requires mutual acceptance accommodation, nurturing, nourishing, mutual and an effort to do that. Uh, each one feels taken care of, supported, accepted. In that case, uh, when I feel accepted, the response will be to accept in turn. When I feel nurtured, I will be inspired to nurture. So then in the relationship, these are the values, then it uh, inspires both of them to return the favor or return the kind. I'm talking about ideal scenario. Yeah. So this is the idea of a relationship and it doesn't start that way, it doesn't work that way also. But when you find there are hitches, hiccups, etc., then we explore, I mean we invest and understand what is the reason. Where did we not accept, where did we not, you know, accommodate or where we are not careful, etc. 
So when any one of these things happen, then there will be a, uh, you know, a, a sort of a hitch in the relationship. That also helps us to, to learn and grow. So if you are serious about relationship, that it is an important thing. Usually what comes in the way in the relationship of harmony is uh, my attachment to my own views and demands and expectations. So more the expectations and more the demands, more the possibility of conflict. But we start only with that. Everybody has expectations. But as we keep discovering that the expectations are coming in the way, and have value of harmony, then I'll be willing to let go of expectation. That's a general principle. So if there is a commitment on the part of both, because one way it will not work, then one person feels exploited, not understood. But then an attempt, that when I see that the other person is also concerned about me, cares for me, then I will be also inclined to respond in a similar way. So purpose of then more harmony that is, more happiness that is. So that's the purpose of a relationship, is to enjoy it and grow. Because unless you grow, relationship will not be a source of happiness. experimenting or fumbling as uh, life hits them. So, so is there a way out because like when half the life is gone and then you realize that okay this is how we should have done and yes you wake up when you wake up but if things can be done earlier, if this education can be made available earlier, then life could be more easier, happier for everyone. So this is where counseling is required. Typically, mothers counsel their daughters by the values that they understand. Usually, it is taken for granted in the olden days that if the woman was to accommodate and adjust because she is going to a new place. And so, mothers educate daughters that way to accommodate, to let go, to basically be tolerant, etc, etc. But if it is one-sided, it doesn't work. 
which women always did in in, in orthodox society like india where women have uh, very little freedom economic freedom social freedom then they did accommodate but it is not that the relationship always was happy mostly it is not because education is not there and very often men did not realize that they also have to participate and contribute and invest and so usually men thought it is their right to receive all the favors those that are those that are so understanding people then who respond but many are not so uh, yes in the, in the west in america for example uh, usually uh, priests so when a couple proposes and then they goes to you know that we want to get married and so they generally counsel them yeah they counsel them well how much that goes through i do not know because still the proportion of i mean you know divorces is pretty high and that would be round the world it would be so in india also if the people had freedom in india women do not have the freedom economic freedom social freedom etc so even if they they, they go along go on with it you know and we have value also in a way family value etc when the west the value is more of independence individual freedom so less tendency to let go and accommodate and that is why uh, a relationship requires that relationship is more important than individual and you have to let go if that value is not followed then it doesn't work so therefore uh, individual freedom sometimes gain more important than relationship in which case uh, you know you sacrifice the relationship and i cannot say this is always a case sometimes is very painful sometimes relationship is you know and it's the best that it is also because uh, when they meet each other they like each other but then you only come across uh, only one aspect of each other you live together then you uh, slowly discover a lot of other things you know which you never realize and a uh, lot of psychological problems people have <clears throat> a lot of emotional baggage is there and sometimes unloaded on other one and so this maturity is often not there often not there so lots of books are written lots of things literature is there and if you really uh, i'm sure in the west people may be reading also but still it's not easy to do what you should be doing you should let go of the limit to accommodate there's a limit so i do not know uh, specific reasons but we know that half the relationships do not work <laughs> and maybe there is genuine reason for that because the compatibility uh, what is important in a relationship of spouses is compatibility in any relationship but particularly spouses and uh, i'm sure that they 
know each other and they may be uh, considering taking into account this compatibility, but still, it's not easy. It is to be able to make a relationship successful uh, requires a lot of effort and maturity. One should not put everything in one basket. Mm. This was in relation to uh, talking about relationships. Mm. Uh, then, because otherwise one has potential to kind of be unhappy uh, if that thing doesn't work. My question is: Some relations are so where you have to put all everything in one basket. For example, like a parent-child relationship, husband-wife relationship and uh, even a guru shishya relationship all these relationships are where one trusts and puts everything in one basket isn't it you see when i mean when i say one basket the trust also is something that grows and therefore you, the extent to which the trust has grown, to that extent you, ex, you invest or you put your eggs in the basket. What I meant in that statement is that without having explored, understood and discovered the trustworthiness of the other person or maturity of the other person or preparedness of the other person, you are so needy that you just put everything in a basket, means that uh, you don't, uh, you don't exactly whether whether the person uh, has capability to be able to uh, digest it or not. When somebody becomes so dependent upon you and trust, then it becomes quite a responsibility and also quite a demand on you. So what I meant is that as the relationship grows, as you discover a person more trustworthy, then, then slowly you invest yourself. Otherwise, then you are vulnerable. That's what I meant. That even, even in teacher-student relationship, you have to always, it cannot be an overnight relationship. Unless there are some reasons, you know, but generally speaking, that relationship also grows. And the teacher discovers what student discovers what the teacher is, etc., etc. And then uh, that may be easier relationship than other one. But already the student may have that emotional makeup. And uh, what the teacher expects that may be there, but it's not always the case. Every relationship grows. And what I meant is that you uh, depend upon the other person to the extent that other person is capable of taking their responsibility. Otherwise, you putting all eggs in one basket means that you you're totally emotionally, totally dependent. 
and the person is not capable and then there is a tremendous disappointment. That's what I meant. That ultimately, yes, the relation has to grow where you put everything in one basket. That's ideal condition. But when it has not grown, you just dump yourself sometimes, you know. The other person also gets suffocated. So, he also has to be prepared, grow, and then relationship has to grow and mature. That's what I meant. Uh, we already covered what, how an ideal relation should be. Um, and we just were talking about the relationship of a guru-shishya. My question is, how is a relationship of a guru-shishya different from all the other relationships? You know, every relationship is different from every other relationship. Every kind of relation, every kind of relationship has its own dynamics. So, brother, sister relate in one way, friends relate in a different way, spouses relate in a third way, parents, children in a different way. So, that every relationship is unique. It is its own dynamics. And uh, therefore, you relate to different people in different way. Depending on how that chemistry is. So, in that sense, Guru Shishya relationship also is naturally different from any other. Except here, Guru is Guru is expected to be a mature person. As I said, more non-demanding a relationship is, more likely it is to, to grow, flower. So, Guru generally is a, a, a very less demanding individual, ideally non-demanding. Therefore, that makes the disciple very comfortable. You feel comfortable when you are accepted as you are. What is meant by demand is that you are not accepted as you are. That other person wants you to be different from what you are, then only you can be accepted. Whereas, in a guru-shishya relationship, the guru may accept the disciple as the disciple is, which is a very great plus point. And so, disciples feel very comfortable and they are also able to then give his or her things. So, that way, this relationship, as you say, is one doesn't want anything and one gets everything in ideal Guru-Shishya relationship. So, it's a unique relationship, which is nowhere else. I thank you all for listening to this segment. And if you want to pass uh, your questions, uh, you can do so at adhyatmachintan at gmail.com or uh, you can WhatsApp at 7874743310. Thank you and Hari Om.